Welcome to the Elan and Crystal Show for all your Sherwood Park and Greater Edmonton real estate and financial information. We promise to have some fun while providing you with tangible information. Now let's get started with our next episode. Hi everyone, this is Elan. And this is Crystal. And we are going to talk about the difference between fixed and variable rates and mortgages. Exactly. So this is a call this is a common question I get um, you know when I'm meeting with any borrower is rates, interest rates, and the difference between fixed and variable. And often it's really going to depend on what that client needs in their particular unique situation. So first thing I want to talk about is that uh, both a fixed and variable rate mortgages are closed mortgage type. So that means that they're locked in for a set term, um, usually most often six month to 10 year terms. And when it mean, when I'm saying locked, what it means is that you are limited to how much you can put down on your mortgage amount. And if you break your mortgage, you'll have penalty fees, right? So just keep that in mind. Fixed and variable rate are still closed for that term. Now the difference between the variable and the fixed is a lot a lot of times I'll say is that it's going to depend on your comfort level for risk. So let's just we'll talk about fixed rate. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um so with a fixed rate, you're you've got that stability and consistency in your budget because your payments will not change for the entire length of your mortgage term. So, it's set, say for example, 3.35 is your interest rate and it's set for that over the next 5 years. So you can calculate what your interest, what your monthly payment is always going to be. A variable rate is based on prime, but all the lenders base their prime on the Bank of Canada's overnight lending rate. So Bank of Canada meets eight times a year. They decide whether they're going to keep the rate, lower the rate, um, increase the rate, and banks will change their prime rate based on that. The variable portion is the discount that you get off of prime. So for example, if you have prime minus one and today prime is 3.95, then that means your interest rate is 2.95. Okay. But the next time the bank account and they set that overnight lending rate, if they increase it, then the banks will respond and they'll increase it. So let's say they increase it by, you know, 0.25%, which we we often call as basis points. Mm -hmm. So let's say they increase it by that. Your payments will then increase or your interest rate will increase by that. And effectively, that means your payments could also increase. Okay. Likewise, though, if it goes down, your payments could decrease as well. So okay. just to be clear, so variable rate is prime minus a certain amount of discount. And for the length of your term, that discount amount stays the same, but prime can fluctuate. Okay. I'm using hand motions here, which is yeah. really difficult. Nobody can, <laughs> nobody can see the hand motions. Elan understands it because <laughs> totally she's my grab yeah, yeah. with my hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a hand talker. You're with a variable rate. You have to have a little, little level of risk mm-hmm. and, and know that it's going to go up and it could go down and it could shift. Uh, interesting enough, historically, though, variable rate has done often better, has usually saved people on interest. Over um, the long term. Over the long term, Yeah. yeah. Um, because you just have to ride it out, whereas fixed rate, um, it's already set higher. So they already have fixed rate is always going to be set higher than what your initial variable rate is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that that can't change throughout, and maybe you know you could have locked in at a tighter or a better fixed rate four years later. You might be paying more on your on your um, 
variable, but historically that's not the trend. Um, so when lenders, the reason why lenders establish a higher fixed rate is because um, they need to protect themselves as interest rates go up and down. They need to have a little buffer too. So okay. I think that that's sort of clear there. That's that, that's clear to you. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Is why I'm a realtor. Uh, uh, what is the most common mortgage type? So the most common mortgage type is a five-year fixed. Everybody wants a five-year okay. fixed, even when they shouldn't have it, because they potentially know that the interest rates theoretically should be coming down. So a variable would be a better idea for them? Could be that. What if, or if they're moving, for example. So a lot of ah. people will, first time home buyers are a perfect example. So they're buying a, you know, a condo, maybe they're single, maybe there's just two of them, but they intend to grow their family or whatnot. Mm -hmm. They'll move into a, an, a property, which likely within five years is not going to suit them or fit them. So right. they'll tend to move, say, two to three years after they purchase, but because they've been told, well, the best mortgage is a five-year fix. And because it was the lowest rate. It might, yeah. it might be, yeah, it might be the lower rate or it just, that's what their parents got. Like that's right. just what everybody thinks is the best. But really what happens is, is in, because that's a closed mortgage, they're going to have a penalty to get out of that mortgage, especially if that mortgage isn't portable. Mm -hmm. um, either way, they have to say pay their payout penalty on a five-year fix, you're actually going to have one of the higher penalties than you will on any of the other mortgage uh, types or a variable. In that case, would, would probably have been the best choice for them because a variable only has a three-month interest penalty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that was, because I was just, because if they're both closed and let's say you've got a five-year closed variable, that's a three-month penalty. Yeah. Okay. Always the same. It's only ever going to be a three-month interest penalty. Okay. But a okay. five-year fixed can be either an IRD penalty or a three-month interest. Yeah, that's going to be another podcast. Oh, that's definitely, a whole other podcast? It will definitely be okay. another podcast. So that's the standard. Okay, that. That's no. an IRD penalty okay. or a three-month interest. So, and it's going okay. to be whatever one is more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about variable rate again. Um, so I understood that with a variable rate, you can also keep your payment the same. Yeah, so you can have a locked-in variable rate. Well, actually, what it's called is a capped variable rate. So some lenders offer that. So essentially what that means is, let's take our example of prime minus one. So you're paying at today's, with prime being 3.95, so your interest rate would be 2.95. So your mortgage payment is set on 2.95. So they'll cap that payment. So if prime goes up... So when you say cap that payment, like... I know that I'll never pay more than $1,200 a month. Yeah, because whatever your payment is based on that 2.95. Right. So say, let's say for that example, it's $1,200 a month. Right. All right. So what the bank is going to do in a capped variable rate is they'll lock that payment. They'll keep that payment the same regardless what Prime does. Right. So the advantage for you in that is if Prime goes down, the extra money that you're putting on that will actually mm -hmm. go directly to your principal right. and actually pay off your mortgage faster. But the reverse is worse. But then the reverse will have the exact same thing, but the reverse. So if your prime goes up and your payment stays the same, then you're putting less on your mortgage on your principal mm -hmm. and you're paying more in interest. So more of your payment goes to paying interest. And that can be a bit of a shock if it's gone up um, a few times. In, like in, it has in the like last anymore. 12 months. What about, uh, what if um, you're in a, an open mortgage 
and you're like, okay, I know that the interest rates are going to start coming up again. Can you then lock yourself in? Okay, so actually, let's let's go back to variable with that. So variable rate, you have an option if interest rates are going up and you're seeing that, mm-hmm. and you're getting uncomfortable and you don't want to just wait for that um, the break in it. You can lock in at any time to the current fixed rate that's available. Okay. Yeah. And there's no penalty for doing that. Now, if you are in an open mortgage and you want a closed mortgage, then you're essentially renegotiating your mortgage. You're renegotiating your mortgage. And are you requalifying too? You would be requalifying, yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you're getting a new mortgage. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it, because now they're putting it into something different. It's a different mortgage product. So who, what's the... <clears throat> What's the prime candidate for an open mortgage then? So an open mortgage might be perhaps you're, you know you're getting an inheritance that's coming in three months or so and you maybe got to the end of your mortgage term and you don't want to remortgage because you know you're going to pay it off. Okay. So you might or throw a, a, a good chunk of money on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you would want a an open mortgage for something like that. So some people might take home equity lines of credit on their houses, which is a type of open mortgage, or just an open mortgage term. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were doing a flip property, for example, you would want to use an open mortgage because you don't intend to keep that home for longer than a few months. Because the longer you keep that home, the less money you make. Cool. What else you want to talk about? <laughs> Is that interesting enough? <laughs> interest rates are interesting. <laughs> so just to recap, the most popular option might not always be the best option for you, depending on what your predicament is or what your next five years is going to look like. Exactly. So highly recommend to sit down, speak with a mortgage broker like yourself, where you can go through your different options depending on what you need and want, and then make your decision but it doesn't necessarily have to be the five-year closed. No, exactly. You might hear that that's the best because your parents did it or your grandparents did it, but they might be in a completely different situation than you're in. So a good mortgage broker will let you know of your options, educate you on the differences of those options, and then you can advise based on your unique circumstances and parameters that you need. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I understand more. That's good. I I'm also, glad. I also understand why why I do what I do and what you do why you do. <laughs> <laughs> that we're both professionals in different areas, yeah. right? I know what I don't know. Yeah, and, and me as well, right? Me as well. So, yeah. Perfect. Well done. Great information. So thanks so much, Elan. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. For all your real estate needs and questions, contact Elan Lines from Remax River City at elanrealestate.ca or 780-970-3616. And for all your mortgage needs or questions, contact Crystal Donnelly with Mortgage Sisters West at River City Financial. Visit the website mortgagesisterswest.ca or 780-405-8663.